takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. How sweet it is. I almost forgot what it feels like to discuss a winning hockey game. Welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, glad you could join us today. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by... Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get Primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. Wow. Uh, What a game for the New York Islanders. Wasn't necessarily artistic. Wasn't a thing of beauty. Still things that this team needs to work out. But after 11 straight games without a win, it felt so good for the New York Islanders to finally get a W, and there were some positive signs that this Islanders team accomplished during the course of this game. We'll break it all down for you. We also have our weekly farm report as we discuss everything happening in Bridgeport and our Islanders' birthday of the day, including the player who got the first game-winning goal in Islanders franchise history. We're going to go back and look at the first win in Islanders history on our Islanders birthday of the day today. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, or something you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I am live tweeting during every Islanders home and road game, so make sure you join us. Always happy to hear from fans before, during, and after Islanders games, and really anytime. Uh, feel free, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Finally, the Islanders get off the schneid, and they did it really by playing more or less an Islanders-style game. And the beautiful thing about this game is not that it was an exceptionally well-played hockey game. I mean, I think the first 10 minutes or so, both teams looked disinterested and lethargic, and and it just didn't look like a very good hockey game. But by the second half of the first period... And definitely into the second period, the Islanders came and started to dictate terms to the Ottawa Senators. And you could talk all you want about, yeah, the Ottawa Senators are not a very good team. I mean, they came into this game even with a worse record than the Islanders who were in the middle of this slump and had the COVID issues and all the other things. But you know what? 
the Islanders could have beaten a team of seven-year-olds. And after more than a month in between victories, it just feels so good. The monkey, as they say, is off the Islanders' backs, and that is a beautiful thing. Two goals by the captain, Anders Lee. Again, leadership. This is how you lead a team. You lead by doing. You lead by example. Nice goal by Oliver Wallstrom. Uh, Good game by Austin Zarnick. Two assists while filling in on the fourth line. Kiefer Bellows gets his first goal of the season. And that was a beautiful thing. And hey, J.G. Pajot, former Ottawa Senator, gets there. Gets a goal in his return. Wins almost 60% of his face-offs on top of it. And had five Hits And you know what else I liked? Noah Dobson, who had some sloppy moments in this game, including four penalty minutes. But, you know, he got he took a high hit and and Dobson responded. And that's yet another step in his development as a professional NHL established player. He just took matters into his own hands, and I was encouraged by that. Even Zdeno Chara, five hits in this game. So overall, the offense showed some signs of just coming out of their doldrums. And the Islanders, you know, players who have been slumping, uh, you know, Lee, it's been so long since he scored, he got two. Bellows, first goal of the season. Pajot, first goal in way too long. Uh, Still some issues to be worked out, but boy, it was just a relief. And you know what? Even though he gave up three goals in this game, can't complain about Ilya Sorokin. Got the job done. 30 saves, a 9.09 save percentage, earns the win, and boy, the Islanders needed this. Here it is, and we talked about this on the show yesterday. You win the game last night, and you have a four-game point streak now. 1-0-3, okay, but points, at least one point in four straight games. Had they lost last night, you have no points, or no wins, rather, in 12 games. Gradually, this team is healthier, this team is hungry, and you could tell by the third period The confidence level of these players has gone up. This team, some players are still holding their stick a little too tight. I can think of the breakaway that Zach Parise couldn't quite convert. He still has no goals on the season. But the confidence level, this team figuring out what they need to do and starting to do it. And, you know, now you've got five of your six Regular defensemen in there, that's a plus. Uh, Still playing with the lineup a little bit because some players are out, like Casey Sezikis and Matt Martin sat out another game. But overall, more and more players in this lineup are learning that, you know, they can still get the job done. And it felt so good. Now look, still some issues that need to be worked out. Scotty Mayfield took a a double minor high-sticking penalty. That was just a bad, bad call. Zdeno Chara in the first period, a questionable call that 
didn't help this team. And overall, you know, I, I, I just feel like there were uh, some bad moves. The shorthanded goal that made it 5-3 to three, that allowed Ottawa to have a glimmer of hope with a little more than four minutes left where, you know, Scotty Mayfield pinched. There was a turnover at the blue line, the uh, Ottawa blue line, and that resulted in the two-on-one break the other way that Formington put home. Couldn't blame Sorokin for that one. And again, Ottawa had a glimpse of hope. So yes, there are still some things to be cleaned up. The power play looked better. I liked the way that they moved the puck, even if the power play did not cash in in this game. But overall, so much better. And you could tell me all you want. Yeah, they did it against weak competition. The point is not that. The point is that they got the job done. The weight is lifted off their shoulders. And now the Islanders can settle back and concentrate on the next game, which will be Thursday at home against Nashville, where they can start getting back into the playoff race and start making up some of the ground they lost due to injuries, COVID, and this horrendous 11-game win this streak. But it's over, and now we move on to the next step, which is building on this victory. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product, but Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes bombs, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blend with oils like raspberry seed, rosehip, and chia seed oil. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. Not only are the products and dedication to quality top-notch, but the company was founded for a noble cause. The founder, Stephen's mother, was injured in a car accident, and the company was started to pay for her treatment or recovery. Most companies focus on fragrance first, and that leads to a product that does not feel good on the skin, but we took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure a product that feels great and still smells fantastic. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in the beard to other companies you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the code Locked On at checkout for 20% off PrimalOriginsOils.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. That's Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious and healthy, and they have so many great flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have a raspberry or a mint brownie? Cherry or double chocolate? Cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? 
Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw in one, of your jack one in your jacket or purse, you never know when you're going to need it. Your friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw in a few Built Bars in those stockings with so many flavors, they'll make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt a little, and give your beverage that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice, melty Built Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple of napkins on hand. Like some marshmallowy treats around the holidays? You need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Taste so good, you won't believe they're filled with protein. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Time now for our weekly farm report. Always fun to do this and check out what's going on. Down in Bridgeport, the Bridgeport Islanders, well, they played two games this past weekend, and unsurprisingly, the results were mixed. Uh, two points out of the two games, and uh, I'll tell you, Saturday night, uh, a big one. They played the Utica Comets, went to overtime, and Richard Panique, who was with the Islanders up until a couple of games ago, he scored in the extra session, and the Bridgeport Islanders beat the best team in the AHL, the Utica Comets, who were 16-1-0-0. They had not lost a road game all year, and the overtime winner gave Bridgeport an, a huge, huge win over the best team in the American Hockey League. And I'll tell you, uh, over the weekend, five different players had a goal and an assist. Panique, Chris Terry, Seth Helgeson, Andy Andreoff, and Simon Holmstrom all did that. The game winner in overtime, just 43 seconds into the extra session. Uh, Helgeson and Holmstrom also scored in that game. And Corey Schneider, 29 saves to earn his second straight win in goal on the season. So I'll tell you, that was a, a big win for the Bridgeport Islanders. So happy about that one. Uh, Saturday night, not quite as good, uh, rather on Sunday. Again, the Islanders fall behind early, and they've given up the first goal uh, a lot this season, and, and that's part of the problem, really. Uh, fell 3-2 to two to the Charlotte Checkers, uh, Terry and Andreoff get the goals, but the tie broken late in the game by Grigory Denisenko, and uh, Charlotte ends up with the win. Jakob Skarik, 15 saves, which ended a two-game winning streak. I'll tell you, uh, the Islanders, Bridgeport struggling against their rivals in the division, 4-11-0-2, but they're 3-1-1-0 against the North Division, and that's who they'll be playing this week. You look at, uh, realistically, the statistics on this team. Chris Terry now leading the team with 17 points in 19 games played. Seven of those are goals. Otto Koivula, he's becoming the big assist guy. 17 games, 
15 points, but 12 of those points are assists. Simon Holmstrom, 14 points in 22 games, and Austin Zarnick, 12 points in 18 games. But the key, Zarnick now, of course, playing with the Islanders and playing well, I might add, uh, last night. So that was a good thing to see. Anatoly Golishev still has seven points in 15 games, although five of them are goals. And, uh, you know, again, the Islanders have not played him in a game just yet, and that's perhaps part of the issue. Uh, as for Corey Schneider, his numbers are starting to look better. He's 2-6 and six on the year now, but the last two games are victories. His save percentage, 908, a 303 goals against Jakob Skarik, 307 goals against average, and an 898 save percentage. So, uh, got to get some better goaltending, I guess, but really uh, tough at times the way this team plays. Now, on the schedule this weekend, uh, Saturday, two home games, one Saturday, one Sunday, Saturday night at 7 o'clock, the Utica Comets invade Bridgeport at the Webster, uh, excuse me, the Toronto Marlies invade the Webster Bank Arena on Saturday. That's a 7 p.m. start. And then Sunday, the 3 o'clock matinee against the Belleville Senators. So two games coming up. And then uh, next week, there is a midweek game on Wednesday as they host the Providence Bruins. So this is uh, a lengthy homestand here for the Bridgeport Islanders. And again, if you want to check out some games, uh, definitely head over to Bridgeport, take the ferry if you're from the island, or, or just head up there, and you could see the Islanders' stars of tomorrow. Today, we do the farm report pretty much every Wednesday. Sometimes uh, we move it back or forward a day if there's too much news or, or something big going on. But the good news is that uh, Bridgeport sort of stabilizing themselves right now, playing better hockey, and starting to at least put some solid performances together, and that is encouraging for the Bridgeport Islanders. We will, of course, have our updates every week on the Farm Report. When we come back, some firsts in Islander history, our Islanders' birthday of the day. We'll go back and look at the very first game-winning goal in Islanders history, so make sure you join us for that. And some final thoughts about finally getting the monkey off our backs as the Islanders win for the first time in more than a month. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as the football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Yes, betonline.ag will match your first deposit with a 50% welcome bonus just when you use the promo code Locked On. And look, free money to bet on site because you listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast. Who could ask for more than that? From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So check out Bet Online, where the game starts. 
Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. We want to wish a very happy, well, it would have been the 79th birthday of former Islanders winger Germain Gagnon. Unfortunately, he passed away several years ago, I believe at the age of 71. But, you know, Gagnon, a good story. He's a native of Chicoutimi, Quebec. And up until the time the Islanders entered the league in 72-73, he had played a grand total of four NHL games, those coming with the Montreal Canadiens in 1971-72. Islanders added him in their first season in the league, 72-73. He played 63 games for the Isles, 12 goals and 41 points. Came back for the first half of the 73-74 season, played 62 games with the Isles, then had eight goals and 22 points there, and then was dealt to the Chicago Blackhawks Finished up his NHL career in 75-76 with the Kansas City Scouts, who were then in their second season. They, of course, went on to become the New Jersey Devils by way of Colorado when they were the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Ended his career after that 75-76 season. Gagnon, uh, six feet tall, 175 pounds, which was pretty big for the early to mid-70s had 259 NHL games, 40 goals, 141 points, and 72 penalty minutes, played in 19 playoff games. Uh, All of those coming with the Blackhawks had two goals and five points in those 19 playoff contests. And like I said, you know, he had the first hat trick in Islanders history, and he also had the first game-winning goal in Islanders history, and that's the one we're going to look at today. October 12th, 1972, the second game in Islanders franchise history, the Nassau Coliseum welcoming the LA Kings, uh, who at that point in the season were one and two, and it was Rogi Vashon in goal for the LA Kings. The Islanders had Batlin, Billy Smith going up against his former team, and he only played a handful of games for the uh, L.A. Kings before the Islanders added uh, Billy Smith in the expansion draft. It was the Kings scoring first after a scoreless first period. Bob Berry, his third from Whitey Whiting uh, at 531. That made it 1-0 Kings, but the Islanders did bounce back. Late in the second period, Billy Harris, the first-ever draft pick in Islanders history, got his second career goal. Brian Spinner Spencer and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jermaine Gagnon, with the assist, 1 1 after two periods. In the third, the Kings jumped back on top as Bob Berry got his second of the game, fourth of the year, unassisted just one minute into the period, but the Islanders answered back. Billy Harris, his third, Dave Hudson, and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jermaine Gagnon, with the assist at 3 39, 2 2 hockey game. Uh, late in the third period. But with a minute nine left in regulation time, and well, in the game, because there was no overtime back in 1972-73, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Germain Gagnon, his first goal of the season, his first goal as an Islander, and his first career NHL goal. It came late in the game, as I said. Arnie Brown, the defenseman, former New York Ranger, getting the only assist Islanders hold on for a 3-2 win over the LA Kings 
and it was their first ever win in franchise history. Two goals by Billy Harris, a goal and two assists for Germain Gagnon, our Islanders' birthday of the day. He was a plus three, had four shots on goal in this game, and tallied the game winner. By the way, Billy Smith, 28 saves to earn the first W of any Islander goaltender ever. So uh, we wish Jermaine Gagnon a very happy birthday in heaven, but uh, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, yeah, uh, a great memory there for Islanders fans and for those who were too young to remember, a little bit of a history lesson, I guess. But here is the thing now as we return our focus to last night's win. The Islanders, it just had to feel so good to just get that win over with. They have been trying so long and so hard. And, you know, some of the players that scored in this game, you get them going. J.G. Pajot starting to show signs of coming out of his slump. Anders Lee, Oliver Wallstrom has been scoring more lately. You get these guys going, then eventually you get Brock Nelson back, and things start to really look up for this hockey team. It is definitely not too late for the Islanders to get back into the hunt, but they do need to continue to play smart hockey. And I'll tell you this right now, the Islanders are going to need to be better than this even on Thursday when they host the Nashville Predators. So uh, that's the next game. It's a home game, so that's always a good thing. And you know what? The Islanders now, three points behind Philadelphia to get out of the cellar in the Metropolitan Division and five points behind the Devils for sixth place. But you know what? The Islanders have two games in hand on both of those teams. We will be back tomorrow with a full preview of that game against the Nashville Predators and a whole lot more to talk about. So make sure you definitely join us for that. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That'll do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.